In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, on this most holy night, in which our Lord Jesus passed over from death into life, we are gathered here in vigil and in prayer. This is the Passover of the Lord, in which by hearing his word and celebrating his sacraments, we share in his victory over death. Let us pray. O God, you are like a refiner's fire, and your spirit enkindles the hearts of your faithful people with the fire of your love. Bless, we implore you, this new flame, and those who keep this joyful Easter festival, that burning with desire for life with you, we may be found rightly prepared to share in the feast of light, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Christ Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Alpha and the Omega. His, our time, and eternity. His are the dominion now and forever. By his wounds, we have healing. both now and forever. Amen. May the light of Christ, who is risen in glory from the dead, scatter all the darkness of our hearts and minds. Let us pray. 
Almighty and most merciful God, pour out on us your abundant blessing that all who in true faith share this night in joyful celebration of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead may be filled with your heavenly benediction. Once we were in darkness, but now we are in the light, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The light of Christ, thanks be to God. The light of Christ, thanks be to God.
the light of Christ. Thanks be to God. Rejoice now, all you heavenly choirs of angels. Rejoice now, all creation. Sound forth trumpets of salvation and proclaim the triumph of our King. Rejoice now too, all the earth in the radiance of the light now poured upon you, and made brilliant by the brightness of the everlasting King. Know that the ancient darkness has been forever banished. Rejoice, O Church of Christ, clothed in the brightness of this light. Let all this house of God ring out with rejoicing, with the praises of all God's faithful people. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places with all our heart and mind and voice praise you. O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God, and your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. For he is the very Paschal Lamb, who offered himself for the sin of the world, who has cleansed us by the shedding of his precious blood. This is the night when you brought our fathers, the children of Israel, out of bondage in Egypt and led them through the Red Sea on dry ground. This is the night when all who believe in Christ are delivered from bondage to sin and are restored to life and immortality. This is the night when Christ alive 
arose from the dead. The seal of the grave is broken, and the morning of the new creation breaks forth out of night. Oh, how wonderful and beyond all telling is your mercy toward us, O God, that to redeem a slave you gave your Son. How holy is this night when wickedness is put to flight and sin is washed away. How holy is this night when innocence is restored to the fallen and joy is given to those downcast. How blessed is this night when man is reconciled to God in Christ. Holy Father, accept now the evening sacrifices of our thanksgiving and praise. Let Christ, the true light and morning star, shine in our hearts. He who gives light to all creation, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. In this most holy night, our Savior Christ the Lord broke the power of death and by his resurrection brought life and salvation to all creation. Let us praise the Lord, for he truly keeps his word. The Son of Righteousness has dawned upon us who have sat in darkness and in the shadow of death. The creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light, and God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, 
and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind. And every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. 
Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, to you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the beginning, God. Our world would do well to dwell there for a moment. In the beginning, God. Life begins and life ends with God. It is the prophet Job who said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The prophet Job said, naked I came into this world and naked I shall depart. One thing is clear from creation. God's word gives life. God's word gives life. Apart from God's word, there is no life. And that is why Adam and Eve, turning away from God's word and eating of the forbidden fruit, plunged the creation into death. For the corruption of sin leads to death because sin separates us from God in an unbelief that turns from his word. One thing is certain. God's word gives life. God's word calls to repentance. God's word proclaims forgiveness of sins for Jesus' sake. God's word gives life. Resurrection from the dead. No wonder Christians take seriously hearing God's word. For to be separated from God's word is to be in death. To hear God's word is to have life. The life that comes from Christ himself who redeemed the creation 
from the rebellion of sin and whose word makes all things new. Let us pray. Almighty God, through your word and spirit, you wonderfully created all things. And through the word made flesh, you brought new life to fallen humanity. Grant that in your mercy, we may be conformed to the image of him who shares fully in our humanity, even Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
the flood. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female, also seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. And Noah did, according to all that the Lord commanded him. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. On the very same day Noah and his, Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth. And the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. So it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. Then he sent out a raven, which he kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth. He also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot. And she returned into the ark to him. To the, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself, and he waited yet another seven days. And again, he sent the dove out from the ark. Then the dove came to him in the evening, and behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth. And no one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. So he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return again to him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked. And indeed, the surface of the ground was dry. 
And in the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dried. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife, and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In order to make alive, God puts to death. Every act of divine judgment in the sacred scriptures is an act that finally points to the divine judgment of the cross. And every act of new life that is born out of God putting to death ultimately points to the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, the new creation formed by the flood waters of Noah's age. Take us to the waters of baptism where we are joined to that death for sin and where we are joined to that resurrection for sin, the resurrection caused by the forgiveness of sins. And where there's forgiveness, there is life, new life, and salvation. In order to make alive, God puts to death. He put to death his son. And on the third day, he rose from the dead. And as the word of God at creation gave life, the word of God in the greatest act and only act of redemption gives new life. The sign of the rainbow is attached to God's promise. Never again would he destroy the earth with a flood. All of God's promises and all of the signs of God's promises also direct us to the cross and resurrection 
just as he said, never again will I destroy the earth with a flood. So he says, never again will my son be put to death. For his sacrifice avails for all eternity. And out of this sacrifice, new life and salvation. Let us pray. O Lord, you kill and you raise to life. You brought the flood upon a wicked and perverse generation, and yet you saved faithful Noah and his family in the ark. Keep us in the safety of the ark of Christ's body, the church, that your mercy may come to its fullness and your salvation be preached to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. exalts in the Lord. My strength is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like the Lord. There is none besides you. There is no rock like our God. of the mighty are broken, but the feeble bind on strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who are hungry have ceased to hunger. sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. 
pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and on them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness. For not by might shall a man prevail. Israel's Deliverance at the Red Sea. When Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us? to bring us up out of Egypt. Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. 
when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other. So that the one did not come near the other all that night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch, that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke saying, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, we are just like the children of Israel. In the face of danger and an apparent threat, we shake our fist at the Lord as they did. Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? That is the way of the old Adam, the sinful flesh. There is no such thing as a natural inclination 
to believe in God, not for the sinner. And our sinful flesh is cut from the same cloth that their flesh is cut from. It's all of a piece. It is never better. It is never better to go back to Egypt. It is never better to follow the desires of the flesh. It is never better to turn from the Lord. Never. But we do it all the time. All the time. Constantly. But the Lord's word is steadfast. He made a promise to redeem the children of Israel. And in spite of their unbelief and their rebellion, again and again and again and again and again, he kept his promise. The promises of the gospel are all of a piece. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you this night. Those words spoken by the Lord through the prophet Moses at the Red Sea are words that apply to Good Friday. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you this night. And in spite of the unbelief of the disciples who scattered and fled, who renounced him, who denied him, who had no strength, who wanted to return to the flesh pots of Egypt, he kept his promise. Remember, God's word is the source of life. Let us pray. O God, you once delivered your people Israel from bondage under Pharaoh and led them by a pillar of cloud and fire through the sea to safety. Grant that we may so follow Christ, that through the waters of baptism we may daily die and rise with him and walk in safety through the wilderness of this life until we see your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation.
The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. The floods covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Like you, O Lord, among the gods, who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established, the Lord will reign forever and ever. a new heart and a new spirit. I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. 
Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One thing is certain, the word of the Lord gives life. The word of the law is powerful. It judges, it condemns, it kills. But the word of the gospel is the greater word. It is that word which gave life to all of creation, for by him all things were made that are in heaven and that are in earth, in Christ all things hold together. It is that word of the gospel that Noah believed, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, for he walked before the Lord by faith in the Lord's mercy, in the promise of grace. And it is the word of the Lord that rescued the rebellious children of Israel at the Red Sea. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you. The word of the gospel is the greater word. It is the word that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, sprinkling you and sanctifying you in the waters of baptism, washing your feet again and again. As a broken and contrite sinner, hearing the word of absolution and sanctifying your body and your spirit when you partake of his body and blood in the supper. The word of God gives life, for the word of the gospel is the greater word. It creates a new heart and a new spirit, which pulsates with the love of God in Christ. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, by the death and resurrection of your Son, you cleansed our hearts and put a new spirit within us. Grant that all who are brought to newness of life in the fellowship of the body of Christ may show forth in their lives what they confess with their lips. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us stand for the hymn.
God's faithfulness to Israel. Write down this song for yourselves and teach it to the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. 
when I have brought them to the land flowing with milk and honey, of which I swore to their fathers, and they have eaten and filled themselves and grown fat, then they will turn to other gods and serve them, and they will provoke me and break my covenant. Then it shall be when many evils and troubles have come upon them that this song will testify against them as a witness. For it will not be forgotten in the mouths of their descendants. For I know the inclination of their behavior today, even before I have brought them to the land of which I swore to give them. Therefore Moses wrote this song the same day and taught it to the children of Israel. Then he inaugurated Joshua the son of Nun and said, Be strong and of good courage, for you shall bring the children of Israel into the land of which I swore to them, and I will be with you. So it was when Moses had completed writing the words of this law in a book, when they were finished, that Moses commanded the Levites who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, saying, Take this book of the law and put it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there as a witness against you. For I know your rebellion and your stiff neck. If today, while I am yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord, then how much more after my death? Gather to me all the elders of your tribes and your officers, that I may speak these words in their hearing and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will become utterly corrupt and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you, and evil will befall you in the latter days, because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger through the work of your hands. Then Moses spoke in the hearing of all the assembly of Israel the words of this song until they were ended. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. It seems quite often for us on our earthly pilgrimage as Christians that adversity and hardship are far better. For like the children of Israel, when they were in the land flowing with milk and honey and had everything that their heart could desire, and when they grew fat, then they turned to other gods, as if the things that they enjoyed in the land were better and more satisfying than the God who gave them this land. And so on our earthly pilgrimage, we are taught day by day, week by week, month by month, and especially when we're deprived of things that our flesh otherwise might want, 
to live by faith in the grace of God alone. Because when we're stripped of all of the other things, when our earthly wealth fails us, when our physical health leaves us, when there's nothing left to depend upon, then we learn the sufficiency of God's grace. That's the song that the children of Israel were called to learn. A song uttered throughout the scriptures in many forms, including by the Lord Jesus himself, who said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Learning to sing that song causes rejoicing, as Paul rejoiced, most gladly, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then am I strong. The word of grace gives life. It always has, and it always will. And sometimes we learn that truth best when we're stripped of everything else. Let us pray. O God, the exaltation of the humble and the strength of the righteous, you taught your people through your holy servant Moses to sing your sacred songs and delivered to them the law that still directs us. Display in all nations the fullness of your power, that as you blot out all sins through your forgiveness, terror may turn to joy, and fear of punishment may be transformed into the hope of salvation. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew, like gentle rain upon the tender grass, and like showers upon the earth.
Most High gave to the nations their inheritance when he divided mankind. He fixed the borders of the peoples according to the number of the sons of God. But the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob his allotted heritage. an eagle that stirs up its nest, that flutters over its young, spreading out its wings, catching them, bearing them on its pinions. The Lord alone guided him. No foreign god was with him. Even I am he, and there is no God beside me. I kill, and I make alive. I wound, and I heal, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. Rejoice with him, O heavens. Bow down to him, all God. 